Blog Talk Radio. Wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Blackbeard's delight. No. She gets a special cologne. <clears throat> it's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. Yep. It's made with bits of real panther. So you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's a formidable scent. <laughs> Stings the nostrils. In a good way. Yeah. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Well, let's go see if we can make this little kitty purr. Hey, sweet cheeks. Got an invite I'd like to extend your way. My God. What is that smell? Oh. That's the smell of desire, my lady. God, no, it smells like like a used diaper filled with Indian food. Oh. Excuse me. You know, desire smells like that to some people. What is that?
is Angel waiting on George. Uh, we're here with What's Brewing. Nice, great day in sports today. Let's see what happens here with Mr. Gary Sanchez. Yankees losing 7 4 right now, top of the seventh. Two runners on. Gary Sanchez up. It's a 1 2 count. Uh, Major League Baseball today. I don't understand how the Astros keep winning. Um, the most hated team in baseball goes up 2-0 today with a 5-2 victory over Oakland. Uh, today, also, Atlanta beat Miami 9-5. And Dodgers and Padres just on the way. Unfortunately, it looks like Mike Clevenger got hurt again. Um, shame. You know, hopefully that young man can, you know, overcome this injury for next year. Um, it'd probably be foolish of San Diego, and it'll be like malpractice against them if they go ahead and um, try to activate it. Try to activate it again if they make the next round or the World Series. All right, uh, going into the fourth quarter now. Uh, you have. Miami uh, coming back on the Lakers. Right now, currently, it is 76-75. The Jimmy Butler show. So hopefully they can get that that, uh, series evened up. A lot to talk about today. We got the NHL draft. Welcome, Alexei Lafrontiere. Got to... uh, uh, Gary Sanchez strikes out. What a cock. Can we get JT Viermolto on this team? Joe, uh, George might throw up in his uh, mouth if, you know, if you heard me say that. That's okay. He can throw up. Oh. Can I stop chasing? Uh, what do we have here? Football, you had a couple of COVID uh, issues this past weekend. Caused a delay in KC and New England, which got pushed to Monday. Which KC, you know, beat New England? Um, Jesus, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, for a veteran made too many mistakes, especially when uh, New England was in scoring territory. Um, he definitely cost them a lot. Oh, DJ. One down, 0-2 count to DJ LeMahieu. The Giants, they had a good week, uh, even though they lost. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's always going to be about building with this team right now. They don't have the talent. Um, wow. C.B. Buckner has to be definitely in that realm of horrible umpires. Him, Laz Diaz, Angel Hernandez. Jesus. 
Jesus, C.B. Buckner, you suck. Um, yeah, how did Angel Hernandez get on the on the National League uh, Division Series? He was out, and then, you know, he has this long-standing suit against MLB and the and the umpires association, claiming racism and discrimination as the reason why he's not getting uh, prime jobs. No, hell no, because you suck. I have never seen a more confrontational uh, umpire. Hello. Who was Angel Hernandez, C.B. Buckner, or Joe West? You know, I like Cowboy Joe. He sucks, but I, I like Cowboy Joe. I will, I will not get, I will not say anything bad about that man because I think he will crush me. But no, it's CB Buckner and Angel Hernandez. Those are my three most hated umpires. Those are three guys who legitimately think the game is about them. Absolutely. Like, you know, I was just saying, you know, Angel Hernandez wasn't even on the NLDS. But then, of course, he starts running his gums about how he's got, you know, how it's a, a racial thing with him. And he already has a suit against MLB. So I guess they caved in and they put him on uh, the San Diego series. I, I want to understand. See, like, at one Mother point, that's just gonna, at one point for him, that's just going to backfire. And they're going to be like, no, here's the metrics that show you are a terrible umpire. Like, we have other Spanish umpires working. We have black umpires working. It's merit-based. This is the problem with this whole thing. It's got, it should be merit-based. Jerome Boger did not deserve to referee a Super Bowl. No. But he did. Yeah, it's just bullshit. How are hey, you? Listen, we're talking about high stakes. You want the best of the best out there. You don't want to go home yeah. on a bias. And, you know, you said Cowboy Joe, you know, he's one of the biggest ones out there where if you're on his bad side, you're on his bad side. and He will fuck you any chance he can, he could. And it's shown, you know, it's I have this problem with the NHL. I have this problem. I have this problem more with the NFL. When you get to the playoffs, I hate these all-star pro their their teams. It'd be like the Patriots get to the Super Bowl, but they're like, "Fuck, we want this guy, this guy, and this guy to play for us because we want the best possible players." No, like it, it's a team. Like it, it, they're they're officiating crews. There's officiating crews in baseball. There's officiating crews in football. You don't want officiating crews? Then don't have crews during the regular season. You know, but, but see, like, they do such a great job with these crews. And during the regular season, I don't think you have as much problems with umpires because they are used to each other. They know how each other works. They know what to look for yeah. and help each other out. And then you get into the playoffs and you try to reinvent the wheel. And listen, I get it because you're adding two extra umpires, you know, because you got to put them on, on the line. 
I'm cool with that. But you should give it to, like you said, Wait, the A you put Cruz. in replay, right? Right. Wait, well, you well, put I'm in replay, right? A Cruz. But no, no, no. You right. put in you put in replay, right? Then what yes, the fuck do you need replay, the line yes. umpires for? So why do you need the line umpires? Because it's old timey shit. It, it, look, if you want to play with six umpires during the regular season, play with six umpires during the regular season. Well, right? they can't do Baseball that. Baseball becomes a different game in the playoffs because there's more officials on the field. You know, there's no way that they would ever go to six umpires in in a regular season game. Just and they no would way. never take away two. But the reason why they used to do it was so that whoever had home plate in game se- game one had it in home game seven because they felt that that was the best umpire they had. And it used to be, and the real reason it started was because you had National League umpires and you had American League umpires. Now they do every fucking game. They're, they're, yep. They do every game. There's no more league presidents. See, this is where baseball fucked themselves. They play by two different rules during the regular season, but then it's like, well, when we get to the playoffs, we have you have one set of umpires. It's well, not the listen, same. they're going to one set of rules now. So you know, hopefully they adopt the DH for next year. And it's, it's one game going forward. And you got one set of umpires going forward. You know, this should be the continuity. No, I, you don't I need to come back to anymore. No. You legitimately you had have, it so that you had six different home plate umpires and you alternate. Could you imagine that in the NFL? Being like, oh, this week. Uh, Joe Sterator was the back judge, but this year he's the this week he's the white hat. This is the stupidest part of baseball. Wes McCauley was the referee in game one. Now he's a linesman in game two. Fuck you. Have home plate umpires only. Have first base umpires only. Have second base umpires only. Have third base umpires only. Fuck them. Well, nah. Yeah, I think they're all qualified to call, to call a game, and if that's the way they normally go and they normally rotate, have you watched I don't Angel care about Hernandez? that. That's fine. Do you think Angel well, Hernandez listen, I, and Lance Diaz and CB Buckner are qualified to stand behind the plate, um, forty times a season, calling balls and strikes? No, no, no. However. Yeah. Oh, he's the crew chief. He's doing third base today. I'm sorry. The crew chief should be the home umpire. That's it. Not every game. You want a crew chief? Every game the crew chief should change because the guy controls the game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just the stupidity of the way baseball umpiring is done. I can understand in a double header, but you don't have those. There are no scheduled double headers anymore. Right. And God forbid you get a five-game series because there's two rainouts in the series. Then you play the first four games with four umpires. Then they get for one game you get a whole new set of umpires come in because somebody can't have the play twice in the series. 
Does that make sense to you? Well, yeah. Hercules, the best guy we got, but you know what? Because we have some archaic fucking rule, well, he's going to do the championship game. Oh, really? I'm sorry. I, I have huge problems with umpires in, like, in, in all sports. In the NHL, I want my best doing the fucking West McCauley end. That's how that list starts. The NFL, up until a couple years ago, I think it should have been John Parry, Sterator, and fucking Hockley's. Those guys should have done the Super Bowl. They should rotate every three years. Super Bowl championship game. Those should have been the guys. Keep Jerome Bogers and, and Tony Corinthians stupid asses away from big fucking games. You know, I, I just don't like how... I don't like how they set up there because, like I was talking about with consistency, with football, in those playoffs and oh the Super Bowl, they just talk everybody playoffs. together. It doesn't matter what crew you work or what crew is the best. Yeah. They just put all different refs in all, you know, and they don't know each other. They don't know how to call each other. And that's you know, why you have about balls that weren't caught become touchdowns in a game where the Patriots lose in the Super Bowl. Why that shit happen? The same guy made two bad calls. So speaking about the Patriots, how's Cam doing? With Cam doing, they win last night. I, I guess Cam's all right. Oh, I, 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 I think if he has yeah. two negative tests in a row, he can play Sunday. Yeah, I, I was just saying before, it's like, Brian Hoyer, you, I don't understand you. You are a veteran quarterback. You should not be making bonehead mistakes when you have you know chance to on the board. Is? You ever watch that show, Blue He Mountain is State? Josh McCown. Uh, Josh McCown would have won that game last night. No, Brian Hoyer. You ever watch that show, Blue Mountain State, on Spike? No. Or, uh, fuck, I forget the character's name, but his first name was Alex, right? Quarterback in there. Came in, hot shot. And he only wanted to be the backup just so he could fucking party and drink his face off. Brian Hoyer is a backup quarterback. He's not a starter. He's not Nick Castle won, uh, won 10 games for the Patriots. I would have taken Matt Castle last night. I would have taken Dan Arofsky in his gorgeous face. I'm, look, if you're a Patriot fan after last night, you got to be walking with your chest puffed out a little bit fucking more today. Hey, man, defense played good. And you had a chance you were with in that game. your second and third string. Look, I look at it this way. I don't know why they started Hoyer. I would have started Sidham and didn't see where it went. And then if you needed to make the change, then you go to Hoyer. I guess Belichick just wanted him to be like the third all-time game starter for a team. I'm guessing. Brian Hoyer's been a good soldier up there. Runs the scout team tremendously. But either one of those guys. Look, this is what 
what bit them in the ass by letting Jacoby Brissett go to Indianapolis. You at least have Jacoby there. At least you got a guy who can play. Yeah, but how much is that uh, Bill, you know, saying, you know, trading away his options uh, for heir apparent to Brady? That's that's Bill cutting his nose to spite his face. Look, I mean, how long are you going to take? I look at it this way. How long were you going to keep these guys around? Not playing. How how long could you? I mean, how long could you? I mean, Jacoby was there in what? Right. 14? Was there the 14? They won a Super Bowl, I guess. They got rid of them all between before 17, I guess. Or 16 and 17, maybe 17, 18, whatever the fuck they got rid of them all. But, again, like how long can you keep these guys around before you lose them to free agency? At least you got something for it. I mean, Philip Dorsett wasn't the drizzling shits. No. He just he's just a fucking practice player. Like that I heard McAfee say a thousand times. He goes, Why the fuck isn't this guy on the field catching balls? Pat, this is what he does. He does it in practice. Oh, okay. The kid I mean, has talent, he just you know. 'Cause obviously 'cause he was the number one pick, was he was he not? Yeah, you know, he was in the first round. By the Colts. So obviously he has physical talent. Oh, oh, Philly, Philly Dorsett, yeah. Oh, yeah. the guy could run like a gazelle. He he was Clifford Franklin. Uh, He'd make these diving catches and he goes, shit, throw him the ball more often. Then you throw a ball between his numbers realize. and it'd be like Clifford fucking Franklin. I was watching Unnecessary oh, Ruffin the other day. God, I love that movie. Yeah, the Ireland, so you know, I. Oh, yeah. I almost got ran off the road by Manu Manu the Thunder the other day. <laughs> <laughs> and I shit you not, he was driving in like a Honda Civic. I mean, seriously, the ball is about five inches off the plate. And C.B. Buckner's calling strikes. Has he been there all night? You see with the Yankee hitters, they, they're stepping out and they're just like walking around. Has he been there you all know, he's night? He's getting in their head. Has he been there all night? See, look, I, I look at it this way. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, not that The Yankee far. hitters. Yeah, the Yankee hitters. Look inside. They can't hit the outside pitch. And it shows just by them standing up at the plate. So. Stan has been hitting has, the outside pitch. What's that? Stan, should, I mean, uh, Stan has been hitting that pitch. Yeah, but Stan's in balls that are middle, like, middle away because if you, like, that fucking ball he hit for the three run, Jimmy Jack. Jesus Holy Christ. shit. That fucking I think ball is a goddamn steward. I think it went through the stadium. Oh, I think that ball would still be going. That was like in Tink Up when fucking, um, fucking Don Knox fucking hit the ball fucking, you know, with the seven iron. He hit it down the road. 
<laughs> that fucking thing, if that goddamn thing wasn't there, it's fucking still going. They clocked that it at 118.3. Oh, yeah. And they only got it at 456, I think it, I think it was the official count. Because of where it's fucking This is bullshit. Hit. Oh, they, they, they track to where it hits. That thing was scared to pick. If you were sitting on that home run deck in Philly, you would have gotten the fucking baseball in the teeth, and that would have hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like, I'm listening to the game, and I'm listening to the Tampa broadcast. And right before he hit, he goes, you can't miss inside to this guy. There it goes. Wow. The one he hit the and other all day. I was thinking was, thank God I'm not listening to Sterling right now. He would have jizzed all over himself. He would have needed to go to NYY Stake after that one. Well, he crushed another one. Yeah. Going into the I bottom of the eighth here. What's the score? 7 4 Tampa. I tell you, if you're the Tampa Bay Rays, you forget about yesterday as soon as you leave the ballpark. Because you know what? You knew you weren't winning yesterday. Yeah, you knew you weren't winning yesterday. You knew you were. Look, I look at it this way. Five-game series, there's a chance to see Cole twice. You better win fucking game. You better win two, three, and four. You ain't winning game five again. If it's a seven-game series, all right, you look to win in six. Now you look to win in four. I think we should do the show from Arby's. Where? From Arby's. I want to go to Arby's and do a show. Why? Because I love Arby's. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to sit here and wear a mask and do the show. But we get to eat roast beef and chicken fingers and stuff like that. Potato cake. Again, I, again, not wearing a mask to do it. Um, yeah. Can I go on my draft rant, like, real quick? Go for it. You have three first-round picks. Yes, I'm talking to New you, New Jersey. I look at goaltenders the same way I look at quarterbacks. You draft one every year until you find one. You have three first-round picks. One's a fucking stud. You have a stud goaltender there sitting there looking you dead in the face at whatever, six or seven, whatever the fuck they picked at. This is... Seven. They have... Seven. So he's sitting there staring you at the face at seven. And you don't draft him? You have three fucking first-round picks. Last time I checked, the name of the goaltender was not Martin Brodor. And Martin Brodor was the number one pick. Who's that? And Martin Brodor was a number one pick, was he not? Yeah, he was the 20th overall pick. Yeah, so why couldn't 
you know, they should have drafted a kid uh, at number seven. Yeah. I mean, is it going to be that no New York team can use a first-round pick and actually get shit out of it? The Jets have proved that they can't do that. The Giants have proved they can't do that. Capo Kaka is we'll going to be a fucking boss. We'll see what Alexei, see how he works out. I don't know, man. I don't see him working here. I think New York's going to eat him up. Well, I don't know. Well, first off, uh, Bettman did announce that the league's going to start on January 1st now of 2021. Wait, Um, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Should I take Mm -hmm. my victory lap now or later? Well, I don't want to burst your bubble, but, you know, that's... You know, I I saw it happening because uh, the NBA said the same thing. The NBA said the season will the not NBA start does. until uh, until Christmas at the earliest. So, so the NHL could have started the season on November on December fifteenth, been the first league to start playing again, and now they're going to be possibly a week after the NBA. Yes, and they're playing in bubble. Are you playing in the bubble? That's the thought. Eight bubbles. Well, that'll be interesting. By the way, the coolest moment of the draft, because I did get a chance to watch the draft, was Alex Trebek announcing the pick for Ottawa. That was pretty cool. Um, I saw that uh, Doug Ron, Doug Wilson, Ron Wilson, some player that um, they drafted because the kid's mother is deaf. Like I thought that okay. was a cool move. Power Chuck White. Know, I'm kind of announcing the pick. Yeah, I, I kind of think like I understand like you know, for the city that hosted, it's a great thing and it gets fans into the building. You could sell merchandise and what the fuck not. I kind of like the virtual drafts. I think as a player, I'd rather be there. Um, I thought it was very awkward for a lot of uh, the players. Um, I hate the delay. Uh, I think I even texted you uh, that I thought the Canadians are so boring because they're sitting yeah. there all nice and peaceful. Like there's no the kid who got drafted number two, uh, the highest uh, yeah. black hockey player ever uh, drafted. Uh, what's the name? Uh, Bifflin. Uh, Bifflin. Yeah. He had a couple people at his thing, and he looked like he was having a little bit of a party. But otherwise, it's just like, you know, it's very boring and mundane. Um, which is why I thought it was cool that they let the... And listen, I'm sorry. No more GM announcing their picks. 
Get the pick in, let the commissioner do it, and let's move on. Because these GMs are so dry. There's no entertainment value in it. Well, if this was in a, if, all right, so if this was in a building, right, and that's the other thing with the league. Stop playing to it. Like when you when you do go back to having full drafts and whatever, stop doing it to the whole fucking building. I mean, come the fuck on. Like, there was something about the NFL draft being at Radio City Musical. There's something about it being at the Garden. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I loved it when Javis it was in Nashville. Center sucked. Nashville was fun. You know, I thought that was a, that was probably one of the best drafts I've seen, the one in Nashville. Oh, and they let McAfee with the fucking, with a live mic. Yeah, good call on that one. I think it, I think they should just if they do a WWE fucking promo, he would cut for everybody. I can hear him now for Joe Burrow. The Cincinnati Bengals take a six foot three conqueror of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> he changed his last name to the spelling in Creole. For the last game, the Cincinnati Bengals, who don't have an indoor practice facility, select Joe Burrow. Wait, they don't have a what? And then what you do when when Joe comes out, he stuns uh, Goodell. Oh, the carnage. He puts puts Goodell to the table. He, he oh, jackknifed yeah, him into the table. We can do that, can't we? Get Portnoy there? No. It'll never happen. We should figure out something. Portnoy's not even a lot of Patriot games anymore because he's banned from all NFL functions. <laughs> like, yep. How petty is that shit? So, can we just take a moment to say our condolences for Eddie Van Halen and Bob Gibson? Yeah. Well, celebrity debt's coming three, so if you're an older celebrity, or any celebrity, well, you know. But you're safe if you're the old English celebrities. They live forever. Yeah, they, well, they did die. all the drugs. And they still do. Hey, keep them going. You know, Keith Richards will never die. No. He's the song that will never end. Keith Richards. What do you mean, John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith? Keith Richards, we can't do any more drugs. We have to wait until Keith Richards dies to smoke his ashes. Oh. Uh, uh, all right, this sucks. Uh, the Lakers have built a nine-point lead going into how much time is that? Four minutes to go in the game. Shit, that game was so close for the whole time. So it looks like they're going to go three-one. By the way, this isn't a Lakers championship. This is a LeBron championship. 
because that's all you're going to – I well, mean, they might as well just change the lake. I am definitely and LeBron not goes to LA for no, no. And LeBron went to LA for no other reason than to further his brand. That's all that was. Yeah. And then he got lucky. You know, Golden State uh, became bad. He got a competent yeah. number two. Well, and, uh, he got a competent yeah, one. He's the two now. Uh, let's say I dislike the guy. I think he's still he's still number one. He's just an asshat. Well, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. I uh. I have a question for you. Let's oh say boy. the Giants pick in the top three. What do you do? Well, if I get number one do overall. Draft, do you draft Josh? If I get number, number one, one overall, overall, no, I trade it. No, I draft I I'm sorry. I, I I do think there's a lot of positives with uh, Daniel Jones. Um, I think the line is still suspect, and no Saquon, and the receivers are okay, uh, but he hasn't had the full set of receivers yet. You know, one game. Uh, you know. Well, they don't have a number one the receiver. Giants don't have a full set of receivers. Right. And that's why one. I say I keep... But he's not... This is a quarterback okay. draft, though. But how many teams desperately need a quarterback? A lot of teams ha- have those answers already. Um, Chargers, they got Herbert. Miami has Tua. Yeah. You know, so a lot a lot of these quarterback hungry teams, Cincinnati got Burrow. You know, you wonder what the Jets are gonna do. Oh, I think the Jets are there. It, if it, the it, Jets are one, I think they trade they trade. If the Jets are number one and Trevor Lawrence is there, they draft Trevor Lawrence. it's a shame because I think Sam's a good quarterback. But I think Sam no, he's not. Dude, you know No, I, I look I'm at sorry. Sam Darnold the same I, I, way I look I, at a lot of the rest of these guys. Sam Darnold will never play with the collection of talent that he had in USC. Well, because USC pay, pays better. Whatever way you want to look at it. He doesn't have Juju smith Schuster. No. Right? It, it's like he doesn't have Robbie guys. Anderson anymore. I mean, huh? what the Jets have done, whether it was with Gates or <coughs> with, uh, what's his name, though, the GM, um, it's, it's malpractice. 
And I say that because you got a young quarterback. You have to build around that quarterback. And but what the weapons Jets, though, have they given? That you can't... Wait, on Bell. But are the Jets that dysfunctional? Yeah, that but did they use them properly? Yeah. No. And you know, I think it, it starts with the head coach. I'm sorry, like everybody, you know, the reports out of Miami was that this guy is abrasive with his uh, players. The players don't like him. Yeah. Um, he is really overrated as offensive genius. I mean, just look at Tannehill. Again. Tannehill. Tannehill gets away from him, and he's in the Pro Bowl. He has his team in the AFC All Championship right, making the pro. All right, making the Pro Bowl means is that Tom Brady didn't go. Patrick Mahomes didn't go. <clears throat> All right. If you're a playoff quarterback, you're making the Pro Bowl because one or two of the quarterbacks are not going to go. Not everybody is Drew Brees who wants to take his kids to Disney World. And now the Pro Bowl is not even in Orlando. I think it's in Vegas this year. They should uh, they should just put that every year at whatever wherever your Super Bowl is. That's where you put it. Like the one year that they did that they did it in Miami, I think it was. Didn't work. Players didn't want to be there. No, they should do it. They should have just kept it in Orlando. Because it became a destination thing. Most people in this country can get there relatively cheap. It turns into a vacation at Disney World. Holy shit! What? Holy shit! Okay. Stevie Buckner... Alright, so it counts 3-1. 3-1 with Labor Torres up. Yankees down by 3. Run around first. The yeah. ball is above the zone and off the plate. I mean, clearly. Like, you got Darling talking about it right now. Dude. Holy Christ. Yo, he just changed the complexion of the whole at bat. This is where you want the robo ups. I'm sorry. No, you just want people not to bitch him on about me. But if he's been consistently there all night, it's all about consistency. Dude, Dude, you have a blind umpire would have called this a ball. A blind umpire would, like if I was a, of course you're going to take it because it's playoffs, but, you know, you've got to put your head down. Surprised he didn't call that pitch a strike. All right, first and second, uh, nobody out in the in the bottom of the ninth. Top and ninth. Top, yeah. There you go. Same difference. You say tomato, I'll say tomato. Oh, Yankees are how many outs? Nobody. Clint Frazier's up. 
But, you know, you want consistency. I mean, that pitch, dude, like I said, that has to be that. But if he was, if he's been consistent all night calling that pitch, he can't That pitch has not been it. called a strike at all. That pitch has not been called a strike at all, all night. And Dude, seriously, like, it was way up and way off the plate. So if if Chapman got that pitch called on an array, would you be uh, this upset about it? No, because, of course, that's my team. However... All right, Joe Buck, shut up. However, I, I, I wouldn't uh, deny it. I would say, yeah, no, it's a bad call. I would absolutely call, call it what it is. Now, do you give the pitch back? Of course you don't give it back. You're trying to win a game. You know, you think you're going to be a, a, a pitcher? No, nah, dude, that was a ball. Let him go to first base. Of course not. No. Well, I'm just saying, I... You knew a double play, you ginger fuck. Hey, shut up. Give me a single here. Let's give me a single. Let's move it along. Who's in? Who's in? Who's on deck? Sanchez. Strikeout. Let him into a double play to end the game. Come on. Shut up. One time. Shut up. One time. One time. Shut up. Shut up. Let's keep pitching about the doubles. All right, two one pitch. Uh, I remember in my life when the NFC East used to be the black and blue division. If you won ten games in there, you got a goddamn victory parade. If you won 12, you should win the fucking Super Bowl. The NFC Which East today is fucking garbage. Yo, that defense. Through 12 games of the season, there's three wins and a tie. The goddamn Eagles stink. Who's By defense? the Cowboys. is offensive. It is horrible. You know what I'm gonna, you know what you're gonna learn? You're gonna learn what I've been saying for fucking years that Mike McCarthy won in spite of himself. Matt LaFleur's a terrible head coach. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's fucking found the fountain of youth. They're seventeen yeah. and three in the regular season under fucking Matt LaFleur. Um, they didn't really add much. Okay, granted, you know, Aaron Rodgers is healthy. They didn't add much, and they're seventeen three. Fuck you. In the regular season, you strike out. Yep. Good. And of course he has to swing at that pitch yeah. because because he's because been calling all the all. So the pitch before was, was a high yeah. strike that he called against him for the three two. I mean, for the three one pitch. So he's forced to swing at that high pitch. It was ball four. Strike zones and knee, the armpits to the knees. All right, Sanchez. Bang into a Just double play, George, you piece of shit. 
with George on the phone. If he hits a double play, Riamuto is going to come to the Yankees. If you hit a home run, you stay. Riamuto is staying too, in Philly. George. That deal is going to be done soon. Now the Yankees going to vote. Or Riamuto. No, that Riamuto deal is almost done. Not the Yankees get involved. I'm telling you, the deal is done. They just can't announce it right now. Watch the Yankees get involved. The Yankees, are, the Yankees are not getting in on JT Riamuto. The deal with the Phillies is done. They just can't sign it. If, Sanchez, the if Sanchez gets into a double play, Riamuto is coming to the Yankees. It's going to be your fault. Oh, no. Brian K- no, the Yankees fucking love fucking Gary Sanchez. He's going to have his number retired for no fucking reason. Just like Jorge Posada's number was retired for no fucking reason at all. You know, they should be like the Red Sox, where they don't, uh, they don't retire a number unless the guy's in the Hall of Fame. Fuck the Red Sox. The thing, you know, you should have standards about why you retire numbers. I mean, Jesus Christ, well, look how long it took him to retire from races. All right, at least it was a double play. Struck out? Fuck. Yep. Come on, LeMayhew. He's good at that, too. This guy's just throwing straight cheddar right now. Listen, yep, JT Ramuto safe with the Phillies. Um, Base Washington football team. That gets the run home. Hey, there you go. Oh, shit. Two runs? All right, one run in. First and third. Judge is up. DJ LeMay, who's the only guy in the Yankees worth the shit. You know, it's really curious. I'm, I'm really going to be curious to uh, come uh, award season because you can make a strong case for uh, LeMayhu and Luke Voigt. But I think they're going to just, like, take votes away from each other. For what, MVP? Yeah. I don't know. No, Mike Trout's going to win it. When in doubt, give it to Mike Trout. Going on here. He held up. Oh, what a stupid! Oh, come on, Blue. You got money on this game? I do. This guy's throwing straight cutter, and then with with Judge, he he dropped two sliders in. Fast, fast ball, straight ball. I hit very far. Ball that bends. 
snow. Doesn't like that. Um, have you realized the Cowboys are the worst first team on first down in the NFL? And they have the highest turnover ratio in the first half of anybody? And then you wonder why. Oh, game over. Yay. That's bullshit. That is utter bullshit on that one. What the hell is that? What? Step in four. What? Step in four. Shut up. The Yankees in four. Well, start with me. I start with you. So it looks like Mike Clevenger got hurt again. Carry it over in music. Clev? Hello. Are you there? I am, but I can't hear you over the fucking music. What are you listening to? No, what the fuck did you start playing? I have nothing playing. Can't hear that music playing? No. Like Joe Biden right now, he comes up and wants to play music. This is Ball Vinny from the right field bleacher crew, which is a Yankee stadium, and all real Yankee fans know you get the authentic apparel at BallVinny.com. Right field bleachers, anti-Boston, all the real stuff. Is that better? Oh, shit, that was my phone. Never mind. Huh. Ah, I had no idea what the fuck that was. I don't know how it started playing. Okay. No, but I totally agree with you. Like, the, the NFC East is, like, you have to really love horror movies to love that division right now. I mean, it is downright scary. I mean, you're supposed to be the JV How football awful. team the other night. And even that was close. You know what the worst thing that, you know what the worst thing that happened to San Francisco was? Getting George Kittle back. I don't understand how they didn't re-sign Emmanuel Sanders. That was a big drop of the ball. Yeah. Even though uh, 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 Abuke, or what's his name? Aduki, you know, he looks pretty good. But he's looking good running the ball, he's not receiving the ball. Like, he's he's doing really good on those jet sweeps, um, that type of stuff. Dude, that fucking hurdle he had to get in the end zone was disgusting. Yeah. That was like, and he didn't even touch anybody. Like, he just leapfrogged no. him. Like, at some point, dude, you got your crowned in the dick for doing shit like that. That's my. But you know what's gonna Saquon. happen to Saquon? Yeah. 
He's going to get crammed in the dick. But the giant... I value my nuts. Yeah. Washington's awful. The Eagles are fucking awful. The Cowboys are going to get a win this week, so they'll be back on top of the division. Then we'll have to hear, how about them Cowboys? Shut the fuck up. You know, the sad thing is they got the best offense in in this division by far. But they also have the Dude, worst have the defense. Offense? Yeah. Oh, in the division? Oh, well, that, that's like the skinny chick at Rosie O'Donnell's right, house. But, not saying but, it, but it's also the, sa- the same thing with the defense part, too, because it's that wide of a margin that they had the worst defense. Yeah, but I, I don't even think their offense is that good. I don't think Dak is that good. I think Gary's going. No, but but he oh, has. The first half, you suck. He has legitimate weapons all the way around. Tight ends. Do they have not too many weapons? Where they used to be. But they got good but good do receivers. They have too many weapons. I don't think you you can ever and have too many weapons. Up, I don't know. I think they're proving that you you can have too many weapons. And I think the Cleveland Browns last year proved that you can have too many weapons. Look, Zeke looks like he's got the I got paid disease. Dan gets 400 plus yards a week. Most of those are in the second half when teams are playing prevent defense because they're down three scores. Because of their defense, right? Yeah, you know, I, I get it. Not because of their defense, because of their offense. Their offense is setting their defense up for failure. I think their defense sets themselves up for play, for failure. No, well, their offense turns the ball over in plus territory. They gifted the fucking Browns 14 points last week. That had nothing to do with their fucking defense. Their defense was on the field for like 20 minutes of the first half. They had two straight plays where they turned the ball over, which led to like 14 points for fucking Cleveland. It's real easy to score points when you're starting on the 30-yard line. And they're not good. They're just not good. Mike McCarthy's not a good football coach. Yeah, they come out and sling the rock in the second half. Whoopie-doo. Fucking Dak Prescott this year is Jameis Winston. No, 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 no. Yeah, this year he is Jameis Winston. Look at his first half splits against his second half splits, and you tell me he's not Jameis Winston. He is atrocious in the first half. They turn the ball over way too much. Dak is a top 15 quarterback. Not good on first down. What's that? I think Dak is a top 15, top 20 quarterback. 
He's going to get paid as number one. I don't, I don't think it's going to be by Dallas. The only thing that would save Dallas and, and, and would let Dallas make that call is if they got the top pick. And you're going to get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but look, Dak was a fourth-round pick. And obviously, Jason Garrett wasn't the problem there. No. I'm watching that game. I put it in the group chat the other day. How the fuck are they going to blame Jason Garrett for this one? You can't. Well, listen, I think Jason Garrett was a problem. But Jason Garrett is, you know, and the reason why I say he was a problem is because he's basically a puppet. He he did Jerry Jones' playbook. Jerry yeah, Jones is the real the coach. Yeah, but that's the way he is in Dallas. Well, it's not Jason Garrett's fault. It's fucking Jerry Jones' fault because Jerry thinks he knows more than everybody. That's not Garrett's fault. Bill Belichick wouldn't work in Dallas. Because he'd look, take one look at Jerry and go, fuck, I'm not doing this. Well, Parcells didn't really fuck work in Dallas, Dallas. No, because he got tired of fucking Jerry. Look, when your yeah. owner does a press conference every fucking week, it's got his own radio show every fucking week, you're telling me that the fucking head coach is the problem? Look, your head coach doesn't fucking pick the fucking dinner. You're just giving him the fucking food, telling him to cook it. Unlike Billy O. Stooge, you wanted to do everything. And it didn't work for him. Nope. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy, though. And I've been questioning Billy O. Stooge for years. When he got all fucking puffy chest with fucking Randy Moss and Tom Brady, you went, oh, there's something fucking wrong with this guy. Let's not forget, Randy Moss was no longer on the Patriots because of Billy O. Stooge. And then he wants to be the head coach, the general manager, the play caller. He wanted to be the guy that was negotiating contracts down there. Oh, yeah, tell me how that shit's going to work out for you. When you're sitting there in contract negotiations telling a guy, uh, yeah, well, you know, the rest of the league says that uh, you're niche shit. Well, no, I don't like it. So you're going to have to take this deal. Like, he's fucking, like, this is the problem with the Belichick coaching tree. These guys all think that they're Bill Belichick when they leave. Oh, Bill does this. Or the owners think. I don't think it's the coaches that do it. The owners go, well, he worked for Belichick, and look how good they were. Well, you don't have Bill Belichick. I'm sorry. Bill Belichick is the closest thing to fucking Vince Lombardi that you're ever going to find again.
Belichick is the GM. Belichick is the coach. But Belichick has people around him he trusts. At the end of the day, the fucking book stops with Robert Kraft. Yep. Because why? They run it like a business. It's their family business. Yes, I know the page. The Kraft family owns other shit, but Patriots are their business. It's Robert's business now. It's Jonathan's business. This is what they do. They don't. They're not fucking Shag Khan, who's like dipping in everything. Robert Kraft dips in the other shit, but guess what? He gets competent people to run it. Yeah, that's the whole thing, Like, You have to put the right people in the right spots. You know, you look at uh, James Dolan. You know, why are why is the Rangers successful and not the Knicks? Because he knows nothing about hockey. Exactly. And who do you give the job to? Sather. John Davidson. Now, Sather... Yeah, you know, Sather... Sather yeah, is nothing more ha- than the figurehead. Sather, Sather, Sather has been nothing more than the uh, member. He's the board of governors. He, he's just that's what he, he's the governor now. He, he's nothing more than that. They have good hockey people making decisions. That brain trust that runs the Rangers now, yeah, they're they're doing pretty fucking good. The problem yeah, with the Jeff Knicks is, is that Jeff Gordon is doing a great job with J.D. and everybody. The problem with the Knicks is that players in the NBA know they don't have to come to New York to be successful. Yeah. I mean, shit. There, nobody in New York has a fucking shooting hole. Right? Like, nobody's, like, fucking got their own shoe. No. No, it, it when Sandy when Sandy lasted less time than it really should have, and then Milo came back. And then you got people like you know Milo going around going, "You don't want to go to the garden." Well, why not? Because well, they really don't give a shit. They don't care about winning in New York. They. they, they James Dolan gives zero fucks about winning. The Garden is full I don't know about every that. night. I, no, I gives he, zero fucks. Gives zero fucks. Know. As long as the Garden's full, he gives zero fucks. The Garden's full? Okay. Who gives a shit if we win? Outside of that one year with Mello, it was first or second year, have the Knicks been relevant at all under Dolan? Knicks haven't been relevant in 20 fucking years. That was under, you know, check-ins. So, yeah. you know, they, Dolan wasn't even in charge at that point. The Knicks have not, neither team has really been relevant in 20 years. 
Hate to say it, Liberty's hmm. been better. <laughs> Jim Dolan's well, prize fucking Jim Dolan's prize franchise is Billy Joel. That's the one he cares about. He's a well, music Billy guy. Joel's a gift that's given. Yeah, he is. You know what? We're an hour yep. and ten minutes into this show, and we haven't heard from Louie yet. <clears throat> it's too late for him. At 10.30, he would have been here at 11. He's off. Why well, was he here to start the show? He likes coming in when I'm not here so he can fucking drop something stupid and then fucking leave. By the way, we are less than two weeks away from Big Ten football. Because if I got to watch Oklahoma lose another fucking week. By the way, if you're Lincoln Riley and you know there's going to be four or five NFL head coaching jobs available, so you go, well, let's see, Oklahoma's going to be in a rebuild for a couple years. Let me get the fuck up out of here before the stink hits me. Who's the next coach to get fired? Ooh. Because no, no, I no got owner Dan, ever wants to be I got the first Dan guy. Quinn. I got Dan Quinn going in week eight. They have him by week, week nine. Week nine. I don't know, man. If they if they lose this week, do you let him get there? Do you let him get to 0 and 8? All right. So yeah. now here's the question. If you're Atlanta... Do you tank the rest of the season? Do you put Julio out the pasture for the rest of the year? Or do you trade Julio for a first-round pick? Get your stock up in case you, I don't know, fall in the four wins and you're picking eighth. And do you try to move up to get one of the two quarterbacks, one of the two big ones, Josh Fields or Trevon? Because I think that is, whole regime, I think Dimitrov's gone, I think Quinn's gone, I think Matty Ryan's gone. I can definitely say two out of the top uh, of those three I'm on board with as well. Uh, Which one I, are you? Matty, Matty I, I, I think. Like, it, it wasn't his fault. Garbage. Garbage. He's fucking Garbage. No. Nah. He's long in the tooth. Yes. This is, is what, 30, he's 35. Do you want to rebuild with him, or do you just want to go and get somebody new and say, well, fuck it? G-A-R-B-A-G-E. <laughs> How much more talent can you put around that guy? Uh, I, You know what? I can't. I don't want to see Matt Ice just tossed away. If you want to draft somebody like Love right now with uh, Green Bay and staff him for two or three years, go for it. I still think he's a high quality quarterback. Do you think that Jordan Love's ever going to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers? No. No. Okay. No. But that's a good situation to be in. 
No, it's not. You'll get somebody. You know, get somebody and let him. You know, well, it's, if you had that situation with, with Matt Ryan, and you get somebody to understudy Matt Ryan for a year or two, then you know that's a good situation. This guy Love is not going to get on the field. No, unless he's doing like trick plays. Garbage. That was a terrible pick. Yeah, instead of getting an, an immediate need, you wasted a pick that's going to be on the bench for four years. Yeah. Oh. You know, I would love for Adam Gates to get fired, and I hate to say that. I think Gates is just ridiculous. But apparently he has Chris Johnson's, you know, naked pictures of Chris, Chris Johnson because, he, you know, they're, the organization already said they're not going to fire him this year. How did they say that? They said uh, two weeks ago. Uh, not Schefter. Who's the other guy on Channel 5? Glazer. Glazer reported that. They're not going to fire him during the season? Do you know the greatest thing to happen to the Jets this year? No fans. Mike Frances is no my no Mike Frances is no longer on the radio. You know they got to come out with uh, they got to come out with uh, paper bag masks for Jet fans. Is it because they don't want to pay another coach? Hmm. Well, just remember, if they fire Gates, they're going to be paying for Gates, Bowles. Still paying for Bowles. Right. And then you got to pay a new guy. And then the question is, do you want immediate respectability, or are you going to go on limb on one of these college coaches? And these college co- these college coaches aren't going to be cheap right now. You know, you look at what happened with, with uh, Matt Rule. I think he got what seven years at forty nine million. Yeah. So they're not even cheap. Matt has a track record. Not an NFL. Uh, yeah, I know he, he, he made Temple good, and I know he made uh, uh, good. Who else he put? What? What? Bill. What is this? That's who he was last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was in Texas. I, I just couldn't get Baylor off my name. Uh, off my tongue there. Uh, yeah, so I get that. But how many great college coaches have you seen come into the NFL and shit the bed? Now, he's doing good in Carolina. You know, he has a two and two, surprisingly. Teddy Bridgewater, 
Bridgewater looks pretty good. Well, here, uh, this, is the thing. this is the problem I think I have with college coaches coming to the NFL. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um, can I have my seat? Okay, fine. Never mind. Um, the, the thing with college coaches is, is that some of them have to humble themselves when they get there. You know, some of them cats come in and, like, you know, in college, kids act like a jerk-off, you take a scholarship away. That was Shiano's fault. Greg Shiano would have worked in the NFL. He just needed to humble himself. And I think if he ever got the chance again, I think he would do fine in the NFL. I think he would have been great as the Patriots defensive coordinator last year. But Yes. But he knew, as everybody else did, that that job was going to be open for him on the banks of the old Raritan. And it's just a shame that there's going to be no fans there for their first home game because you would see the love that would pour out of the Scarlet Faithful to Greg Shiano. And I never thought he'd come back. That just shows how much pull Dick Cody still has in the state. Yeah, it's great that he was able to come back. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it amazing, like, how much politics plays into it? Christy never. He never would come back because Christy wouldn't allow it. But Dick Cody has that much sway still. It it is extremely amazing how, like, you look at this shit, and politics has a huge, huge grasp over college sports. You know, all over the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, eh. no, let's not get down. Let's not go down the coronavirus fucking road. No, but we're not. I, I don't want. I don't want to go there. I, we're not going to go there. I was. I go back to back in May when I said the Big Ten wouldn't play football this year. If it wasn't for Fox going after the Big Ten, there would be no Big Big Ten college football. Thank you, Fox. Just wouldn't have happened. Yep. Thank you, Fox, for saying, wait, you got this. And in the fact that you had Ohio and Pennsylvania going, we're fine. The fuck this. But Nebraska pissed them off so much that you have you seen what they did to them? 
<laughs> There's no cupcakes in their schedule this year. Oh, no. No, they're going to get. Oh, no. Scott Frost is going to lose his job. But see, there's you another think, thing you where guys. Oh, yeah. He's not a heartbeat. His name's not Tom Osborne. Oh, and they shit canned him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's going to have a job for life. As long as that Ooh. guy's alive, he will, he'll be a part of Nebraska. Who, Scott Frost? No, Tom Osborne. Oh, yeah, because Frost is out of there. That's where the donors come in. You don't have to do all that. Okay. You know, I... You see that you got sprinkles? No, wrinkles. My shirts are wrinkled. Oh. Like, were I you looking at ice cream as you gave me sprinkles? That'd be great. I wish you should. I was going to say, I, I, I want ice cream. <laughs> but, like, I look at, I look at them. That's going to come down to how much longer can the the big boosters deal with them losing. Another team. Always going to be sold out. Yeah. But will it come to the point you look, of... You look at all these teams. They, you know, you're always going to get Penn State, Nebraska, Notre Dame. You know, always, you know, it's amazing how many colleges are always perpetually sold out. Well, Penn State's not always sold out. Penn State sells out for the big games. Penn State's a motherfucker to get to. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're playing Eastern Kentucky in September, there's 100,000 people there, but there's still empty seats. What was that saying? Sorry, I finished my dinner from that. I think it's like 110. It all depends, too, on, like, if they play a game like Thanksgiving weekend, are students coming back for the game unless it's a big game? Their student sections just shoehorn motherfuckers in. Be like, are you not okay now. with sitting on his lap? Yep, okay. No, not now. I mean, Rutgers won't know any difference. So, speaking about Corona, what's the what's the latest with uh, the Titans? Um, no positive tests the last two days. So, because they're allowed back in the building player, I think there. Well, it was. I think it was like a total of eighteen coaches. people. Hmm. No, it wasn't coaches. It was staff. Players. It was like, it wasn't coaches. Okay. But it wasn't players. It was staff. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, 
personnel people, shit like that. But yeah, they, according to what's, I think Rossini this morning, they're going to let them play next week. So they're going to have two games See, next week? See, this is my problem. They're gonna, what's that? They're going to have two games next week? No. They're going to just play one and they'll play the one next week. See, this is my problem with what the NFL did. Right? What the NFL should have done was build in two bye weeks. Started the season yeah. on Labor Day weekend. Week nine was a bye, just in case any of these fucking teams had an outbreak. You mean and like the a week league after wide Thanksgiving? Bye? A league wide bye. You have two bye weeks this year. Like how NASCAR has a competition caution. Any game that was, you know, had to be moved would be moved to that week. No, yeah, well, they definitely dropped the a ball. They they should have had some type of precaution, you know, mm-hmm. for this because this was yep. a definite possibility of happening. Once baseball did it, it was ine- inevitable. You know, I, I think baseball did a good job with it. You know. Yeah, I guess another did thing they, to though? say is, listen, they, uh, you know, I think they did as good. You know my feelings. They should have had a bubble. They should have had something set up where they did a bubble. Um, hmm. But they got their games in. You know, even the teams that were adversely affected, like the Marlins and the and the Cardinals, got their games in. Um, yeah, but was it right that the teams that they would have had, to, like the Phillies, is it right that they had to play fucking 19 doubleheaders or something? Yeah, but they they all had to do it. And you know what? They compensated it by doing the seven innings. Yeah. Which, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I am. I hope they do I that def- going forward. I definitely I, – I don't want that to go forward. Uh, Are you? We're definitely on opposite sides there. I think a baseball game is nine yeah. things. Anything to make baseball fucking less boring, go for it. I'm sorry. There's nothing fucking more torturesome than watching a fucking doubleheader in fucking May. Fuck that. You know, the, the one rule I did not like. Oh, but and one I'm, more thing. If you want to build a new baseball stadium... Going forward, you have to put a fucking roof on it. Or at least a retractable roof. Fuck you. Mm. Nope. I don't know. Fuck off. It's just like the NFL. You want to build a new stadium now? 
and you're north of the Mason-Dixon line, you're fucking putting field turf on it. You're not playing on fucking grass in Pittsburgh because the grass looks like shit in November. Yeah, but then uh, you're on that turf and then everybody's complaining about it, like uh, San Francisco. Well, that's because they wore the wrong fucking cleats. Two weeks in a row. Because it was funny. They had no problems when the Giants played there. When they played the Giants, there were no fucking problems with the cleats. No problem with the field. So either the Jets didn't put enough fucking um, fabric softener on the field, or it's just that they wore the wrong fucking cleats, which was said by the great Pat McAfee. So going back to baseball, I think the one rule Uh that I did not like that I kind of changed my mind about. The three-pitcher rule? Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of that one, dude. That's, a, that's the drizzling shit. Didn't speed no, up the you game. You know what? Drizzling shit. Didn't speed up the game. It, do, it does bring... Like, there's still... There's still strategy behind it. And... You know what? There are things behind it that... You know, as an offensive team, you're looking at. So nope. it's 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 fucking dumb. It was fucking. I don't dumb. like it. It's fucking. I don't dumb like it if I can because you know what? It makes the game longer. Legitimately, makes the game longer. Because if a guy can't get out of his own fucking way, you can't take him out until the third fucking hitter. Yeah. Fourth hitter. Fuck that. Fourth hitter. So great. So the guy can't get... Fu- fuck that. Baseball can't ever... Fu- baseball needs to fucking just, like, get out of its own fucking way somehow. Rob Manford needs to go. Old buddy Cousy's the drizzling shit. Ooh. By the way... I got the new Apple Watch today. I'm happy. <laughs> My mom ordered it. My mom, 74 years old, mm-hmm. ordered it. And uh, yeah. she ended up canceling it. Why? It's the fucking <laughs> best invention. Yeah. Um, it's legitimately one of it is. It is the one thing that, like, I don't buy a new phone every year, but I buy the new watch because the watch advances so much every year. Uh Mm -hmm. Mm Uh-huh. We got to fix it. (laughs) Did you try to glue it? Mm -hmm. Okay, get a new one. All right. Okay, we'll get a new one. Um... Yeah, anything else tonight? I could set up my watch. Hmm. No, we hit the draft. We hit the Yankees. Uh, we hit the playoffs. We touched the finals. Generally, my wife is more happy than I am right now. Because <laughs> she gets a new You know watch. what we have not done? What's up? We have not congratulated uh, Tampa Bay. 
Yeah. We're finally getting it done. And now we hit that. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I think they, um, continue. Yeah, I thought they just did a tremendous job. Excuse me. You know, from top to bottom, they dominated that finals. Basically, the whole playoffs, really. Maybe they were yeah, a couple well, once or twice during the playoffs, but otherwise, they were they were on cruise control. Yeah. Well, they were just the better team. And they learned their lesson from when they got wiped out by uh, Columbus. Yeah, they definitely did. Now I have to figure something out. All right. So anything else? Yeah, no. They, no. They look like they're having the fucking time in their lives, too. Well, they're probably free from the cage. They can leave uh, the bubble. Yeah. So that plus their champions. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know they. I'm surprised they didn't know what the names are. Yeah. I expect them to be all like gorded out of their minds. Um. Hold on. I'm trying to figure out how to back up an Apple Watch. <laughs> so, speaking of your boy, Pat McAfee, did you mm-hmm. know what Aaron Rodgers said? No, I didn't hear it. Okay. So, here it is. Here's his quote on the Pat McAfee show. You ready? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, people thinking he, he was done. His response was, down years for me are career years for most quarterbacks. Burn. <laughs> That's awesome. Relax. Yeah, I saw that they were ready to break the internet today. Um, All right, so Aaron Rodgers in uh, four games a season, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, 92.8 QBR, 128.4 passer rating, uh, 1,200 yards passing, and, oh, yeah, by the way, he's undefeated. Yeah. And outside of Devontae Adams, who was who did not play, he really has no receiving core. 
Yeah. No, any he definitely not. Standing out for any rookies standing out for you so far this year besides Joe Burrow? Um, Joe Burrow, Chase Young, which would really be like a country song. Fuck. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm going to restart this whole fucking thing over. Such a pain in the ass. Yeah, no, I, it's still too early for those guys, especially this year. Justin Herbert, I think he's been great. The only problem is he went up against Tom. So the funny thing here is the NFL draft order after four weeks. You ready? <laughs> mm-hmm. Number one pick right now will go to the Jets. Number two, Shocker. the pick that belonged to the Texans now belongs to Miami. Yep. Giants second at, second at three. Falcons at four. Tell me what that doesn't make Philio Stooges look worse. What a bad trade that was. And then you, you pay Tunsil on top of that uh, number one tackle money? Holy yeah. Christ, that was a bad trade. <laughs> uh, Falcons four. Jacksonville five, Washington six. Now, is there a chance for Washington to get that number one pick, or at least up to the top two or three? Um, I think Dwayne Haskins is done. He has shown really nothing. Yeah. Cowboys hang, hanging at seven. Broncos are eight. Chargers nine, Vikings. Jesus Christ, how far how far have they fallen? Ten, Dolphins eleven. Maybe Stephon Diggs wasn't the problem. Well, I think that was a hell of a trade by Buffalo. The, the minute they made that trade, that was like that is a great trade, and Minnesota is going to regret that. Even though uh, Jefferson is play, is starting to play good now. Mm-hmm. No, I just wonder if a lot of that is cousins now, because it could be. Yeah, you know, yeah. If <clears throat> no, no, it just makes you wonder. Always, uh, I mean, it's or is it just you know lack of. Lack of an off season, is that hurting team? Like, what teams is that hurt? And lack of preseason games, what teams is that hurt? Well, you figure, you know, teams with brand new uh, coordinators. I mean, the head coaches, uh, maybe young mm. quarterbacks. That's where it hurts. So, like the Giants, it was going to hurt. You know that. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying anything negative about you know Judge or uh, Danny Dimes there, but. That's the team that hurts. Um, Washington, I would say, hurts because that 
Yeah. Remember, Ron Rivera, not only is he a new head coach in, uh, on that team, but he was also dealing with all the bullshit from uh, all those scandals that was going on and trying to, to restart the culture and then him getting cancer on top of that. Like, he had just a boatload yeah. of shit on his plate. Um, yeah, so th- those are the type of teams that I, I would thought, you know, would definitely have a problem. Um, the Jets, they could have had all the preseason games that they could that they could have gotten. <laughs> they could have had a full docket yeah. full of that and a full docket of uh, of training camp, and they still would probably be 0-4 because that team has no talent on the offensive side, especially with Le- Le'Veon getting hurt. And even when Le- Le'Veon was healthy, Gase didn't know how to use him. Gage didn't want him. Right, but you got him, so use him. You know, I would see him, especially like for a guy that I really don't don't want or care about. I'd run that motherfucker into the ground. You know, and he used him like. Here's the sad part: it makes Mike makes Mike Tomlin look like so much of a better coach. But yes, but, I, you know, I've, and I've given Mike Tomlin crap for years. I'm still not a fan of his because I think he's more of a fucking cheerleader than anything else. But to put up with all their bullshit that he had to put yep. up with, fuck that. Between Rapist Burger and Le'Veon and AB, he had some headaches on that team. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I, Not that I'm a fan of his like you are. But uh, dude, he's he has my respect because if he can put up with all that shit and consistently win year in and year out, mm-hmm. there's something to be said about you know that dude. You know, gotta give yeah. him credit. No, definitely. Uh, um. Disappointing. Uh, what's your biggest disappointment you have? Saints. Absolutely the Saints. Really? They should have been plug and play, let's go. And they have yet to be plug and play, let's go. And I know Mike Thomas is there. But, you, dude, you signed Emmanuel Sanders. And, and I don't even know if... Um, Like, I don't even know if it's the. I, I'm disappointed in the team. Like, I'm disappointed in the players on that team who all of a sudden now don't like Drew Brees. I think that has more to do with the whole flag thing that he talked about where he wouldn't kneel for the air. Yeah. You know. You know, it's it just, it's like, I just don't think the guys want to play. Look, and I, I didn't even talk about the anthem part of it. 
They were talking about bringing Brady in. They talked about bringing Tom Brady in beforehand. So if you're on that team and you know that this guy's already got a job with NBC next year, why do you even want to play hard for him? I can almost say he's the reason you haven't won. Hmm. He may go down as the best regular season quarterback ever, surpassing Peyton Manning. Where Tom just keeps on... Tom's the damn Energizer Bunny. I saw five touchdowns last week. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and them losing OJ Howard's going to be a big deal because oh, guess who now has to play and catch passes? Uh, Gronk. Mhm. And Bruce Arians doesn't want to use the tight ends because we have wide receivers to catch balls. Um, but yeah. All right. That it for tonight. We'll do this again next week. Yes, sir. Before my wife starts cursing me out. All right, buddy. Well, we'll talk next week. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Later.